Braddy Daddy, tell me a little about your post-workout routine. Well, Daniel, the first thing I like to do after I get home is grab a cold white claw, turn on some tunes, and hop in the shower. Same here, Braddy, but there's one part about my shower that makes me really look forward to sliding nude into that hot water, and that's getting clean with one of the many great-smelling bars from CB Soapworks. Not only does this soap smell amazing, but they are completely organic and vegan. So they are great for your skin, and it's made right here in Carolina Beach. If you haven't already, go give them a follow on Instagram at CB Soapworks and message them for an order. And be sure to tell them that you are the product sent you. All right, welcome to another episode of the You Are The Product podcast. Uh, Today's a special episode, uh, Mr. Farrell. Why don't you uh, tee these guys up for us? Yeah, we've got Daniel and Daniel on board. I'm sorry I missed Kevin English last week. It's okay. Uh, It's okay. caught up, so I'm glad to be back on the podcast. But this is Teachers That Wad, so we are certainly grateful to have you guys here on a school night after 8 o'clock. Yeah. Um, And uh, just looking forward to you know, get your story. Cause as we've talked about, you know, a lot of our members, uh, you know, that may not come to 6am, uh, they don't know everybody. So here's an opportunity to get to know the Daniels a little bit better. Yeah. So we're going to just to kind of some housekeeping here, since we have three Daniels, uh, sitting in the room, uh, I'll, I'll be Daniel because it's my show and I have a hard last name. (laughs) Um, so we'll go with uh, Scullion and Glauber is, uh, how we'll, um, address everyone so um, but yeah we really appreciate you guys coming on so why don't uh, Scullion why don't you just start us off and uh, tell us a little bit about uh, where you're from and how you got to Wilmington and just a little bit more about your family and and where you work he's from Kansas sure. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm Irish state um, yeah so I'm originally from Scotland uh, Inverness Scotland to be more exact um, a lot of people don't know where that is, so the easiest way to describe it is if you've ever heard of the Loch Ness Monster, we're about five minutes down the road, or if you've ever watched Out, uh, Outlander. I think it's okay, Outlander. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Outlander is about five minutes the other direction. Okay, um, wow. So that's about the easiest way to explain it. Um, I lived my entire um, younger years, are easier to say, in Scotland. Okay. Um, did my what you guys would refer to as elementary, middle, and high school. And then I moved into Glasgow University. Uh, so I was okay. down to the major city for college. Uh-huh. And then uh, I was an engineer uh, through college, but oh, wow. decided to do a, a dual uh, honors in education. So part of my credits, I needed to go to uh, get a summer job that was going to provide me with extra credits. So if I didn't want to spend my entire... 20s in college so i uh i came to america for the summer camps and i met my my wife to be was jill i met her uh at cannybrook monticello or monticello new york okay cool uh so then uh we did some long distance extreme long distance for a while (laughs) between columbus ohio and inverness scotland but eventually moved to ohio then I made my way south to um, Salisbury, North Carolina. Oh, yep. wow. I'm right from out Lexington. So, okay. Uh, not, that's crazy. <laughs> Barbecue country. Yes, uh, <laughs> did not know the place existed other than Cheerwine was the, the birthplace. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually we uh, decided to hit the coast or hit the mountains, and uh, Wilmington was the 
the one that pulled out in the end. So we ended up down here and so thankful we arrived. Yeah, That's been awesome. there ever since. Okay, so I'll I'll stop you there before we get in into the work thing. And and Glauber, uh, same question for you. Um, I'm originally from uh, Buffalo, New York. Um, kind of the same situation when people ask where I'm from, I would say New York, and they always be like New York City. Be like, no, it's more like Canada, <laughs> New York. Uh, really cold. Um, but the only positive thing there is, well, positive to a Buffalonian is watching hockey and football, even though our teams are normally horrible. Um, and we decided I went to NC State on a swimming scholarship and swam there for four years. Okay. Stayed an extra year because I was such a good student. <laughs> and Super senior, that's great. Yeah. And my dad, um, he always pushed for me to like, he always thought like teaching was actually a pretty sweet gig, um, especially in New York. And so I was, I went for that. And, uh, and then I met Michelle, like right out my wife out of, uh, out of college. And I got a job in Greensboro and that was kind of my job to like, get me going. Uh huh. And she came down there and lived with the, or she came over there and lived there with me. And we were there for about a year, and then we just kind of said one day, like, listen, if either of us gets an opportunity either in Raleigh or Wilmington, just take it and let's go. Yeah. And I knew someone from college that worked at Ashley, and they said, try to get here because eventually they're going to have an opening for that class, the the class we teach now. Uh Uh-huh. And so I ended up just going for it, and we moved here, and the same thing. It was like... Didn't even think twice about it. It was like, Wilmington is just awesome. So you guys, um, both teachers, both at Ashley High School, mm-hmm. um, and you, it, from, from our discussion earlier, it sounds like you guys kind of do um, a little bit of the same thing, which I find uh, intriguing. We joked about uh, me just sitting in on one of your classes one day, but um, why, don't, why don't you just tell us a little bit about um, what you guys actually teach at the high school? I'll start since... Uh, so like I I do mostly the uh, prerequisite and then I'll do like the honor one honor version of our class. But the the prerequisite is is originally called scientific visualization, but they very smartly changed it to digital design and animation. Okay. Um, but it's goes into two D graphic designing with like Adobe products, uh-huh. Adobe Illustrator, Photoshop, oh, cool. and then it goes into my favorite program, 3D Studio Max, that this program's like, you can do anything with it. It's pretty much the limit is your imagination and your skill. Mm. Um, but it's used for making video games, making movies, um, 3D printing, anything. And so we just get them ready with modeling. And then my the advanced version of it is just more 3D modeling and, and doing a little bit more animation. Got it. But then that's one side, and then there's another side that's that awesome. Dan pretty much teaches. Yeah, so I have the, the other side of the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have the other side of it. Um, I came in, and uh, I treat, teach the prereq as, as Glauber does um, with a digital design and animation, but then um, I go a different route. Uh, the kids that want to go to the video game side of things, uh, we start modeling games, um, <clears throat> modeling um, environments, characters, and then building, uh, we start building that video game into it, the element into it as well. So was y'all, were your backgrounds in school with graphic design and, and you know, you mentioned Adobe Creative Suite, 
sounds like was that Absolutely something you've done before? <laughs> yeah, no. So no. How did that come <laughs> <out>? <laughs> it's like the coolest teaching gig ever, yeah. but with uh, not much background there. No, it's yeah, like I know for me it was I, I my first my actually first teaching job was in Clinton, North Carolina. Um, I just kind of forget about it because it was like I only was there for half a year, but um, I was just teaching teaching like the tech ed, like typical kind of wood shop, but not wood right. shop class. <laughs> but then they wanted to bring this class into it, so they sent me off on training. And while I was there, they were like, "Oh, we need a teacher to teach it in Greensboro," and I kind of wanted to go somewhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Clinton's a lovely place. It it is a lovely place. <laughs> but it's definitely quaint. Um no, but like uh it was something where it was nice there or it was nice uh teaching something totally different and it was just fun and I got so into it and after that I was like I I gotta teach this three D stuff and but it was just kinda it's kinda crazy how like in no way did I have ever in any intention to teach that. Right. Right. So was teaching like all like so you said like from a, a young age like teaching was kind of in the back of your mind so I but just not specifically the the 3D type stuff no okay yeah. and is, was that the same for you Scullion Ex- exact same um actually when we moved down to same uh same we moved down to Wilmington I found a job at St Mary's Catholic School downtown okay yep and I was doing um. I was overseeing the technology department, just making sure like the internet was up and running, computers were working, and then one day I just randomly checked the local like classifieds, if you want to call it, on the the school websites uh-huh. to see what was going on. I <laughs> uh, just figured I might want to change, and I seen like a an opening for technology, and I was like, "Oh, I can, I'm here doing technology, so let's just see what this is." Mm-hmm. And as I read it, it said video game design. And I couldn't believe what I was reading. And I was like, I, I got to check this out. And then that was it. That was, I applied for the job, got the job. And that's how I met him as well. I remember when they told me, we got a, we got this like Scottish guy come in. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> is he going to look like, uh, what's his name on uh, Mel Gibson on uh, <laughs> Braveheart? Yeah. Scully, and not knowing you super well, like before you came in, I was like, man, like I, I love to listen to the guy talk. Like I hope it's not like something that he like gets offended by people bring it up. But like, yeah, I could listen to you talk all day. Like no. <laughs> I love like your accent, like just the way you say certain things. For sure. Um, My favorite is when the students go, "Can you please say, uh, say uh, Harry Potter?" Yeah. <laughs> Hottie Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's words they just want me to say. That's so funny. Uh, that's well, let's talk a little bit about CrossFit. So you two met at Ashley High School. Um, now, did you two just one day say like, "Hey, we should do this CrossFit thing together"? Like, how did that how did that come to happen? That was more him. I mean, he'd already started, and he actually uh, got you and Matt got into it and they both kept talking about it and I he'd mentioned it a couple of times to me and I, I wanted to do it but I was just skeptical mostly because of like just money and stuff and sure like but I wanted to always do it and I had a couple of my buddies from college that did it and I always saw them like in great shape mm-hmm. and um so I gave it a try and it was like I went to like even the first class, which was technically like, well, probably Joel literally said, this is probably the worst first class you could come to. Cause it was like <laughs> a two mile run with like a, 
buttload of rowing. Oh, that's a that's a hero one. And the, yeah. It starts and ends with two miles, and you row like yeah. an ungodly amount in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't remember like, the name of it. But he was just like, I'm sorry, this is your first one. I'm like, eh, whatever. And yeah. I, lo- I didn't mind it, but then I w- came to two more that week, and they were great. And I was just like, the more I came, I was like, I got to stick with this. Like, mm-hmm. And how long ago was that? It was what? Uh, February... February 19th. It's actually kind of strange how much I remember that date so well. Yeah. <laughs> but February 19th will be this year two, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so did both journeys start at CrossFit Carolina Beach or was there CrossFit prior to that? Um, not not for me. Um, or, or you for that matter. Yeah, 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 not for me. Um, <laughs> I, I, I actually had been hounded for maybe seven years to actually do CrossFit. Um, my wife, Jill, had actually done it since 2012. Uh, okay. She started doing it in Salisbury. At that time, I was more into distance running, running marathons, half marathons. Um, it's a marathon. Marathon. <laughs> marathon. Um, what's, a, what's a marathon? Uh, yeah, so I was doing that more, and she kept on telling me I needed to do CrossFit. Uh-huh. Um, I would enjoy it, and... It just didn't feel right at the time. I knew some of the ones that went to her gym. I knew the way that they ran their gym. Um, and I didn't want to go because I didn't want to hate it and then have a horrible experience and never go back to it. So I always mm-hmm. felt that there was going to be a the right time, the right place for me to jump into CrossFit. And it wasn't. Uh, it was definitely wasn't when we immediately moved down to Wilmington. Um, it was probably about two weeks after Joel took over the gym. Okay. And um, things were changing. They they were open more frequently. Uh, they had more classes. Um, I had just finished uh, some extra schooling I had done, and it just it felt right. I got a good vibe from them, and uh, just jumped in on it. And that was about probably just over two years ago. Okay. Um, and that was that was my first experience. Now, Glover, you, you said you had an athletic background. You were a, a swimmer in college. Um, Scullion, did you have, like, an athletic background as well? Uh, I had somewhat. I had uh, I played uh, all the way up to about semi-pro soccer um, okay. back the, in, the, in Scotland. But it's a little different the way that their education system works. You don't go to school, play, and then come into the pros. It's at 16, you decide – if you're going to go to the pros or you're going to stay in school. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. I, uh, I follow English soccer a little bit, so a little, a little familiar mm-hmm. with how it works over there, but, um, but yeah. So how long did you, um, how long did you do the, the semi-pro soccer thing? Um, I started, they, they, what they do is when you refer to it as semi-pro is like they, they can't legally pay you, but they can give you gifts. Okay. Um, <laughs> you, 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 What's a gift? Yeah. A gift is you get merchandise. Yeah. You get merchandise for free, um, and they they pay for you to go on certain trips. Like you you go around uh, Europe, you play uh, in the Netherlands, you play in Wales, England, Scotland. You you get selected oh, to play cool. for. Um, instead of it being oh, easiest way to explain it is if there was ten different teams in Wilmington for one age bracket. Uh, what happens is they choose the best players from all 10 teams and then uh, they offer you some stuff to keep on playing and try and keep you happy. And then eventually at 16, they're allowed to offer you money. But if you accept it, you got to leave school. Um, so gotcha. it's, uh, we'll and it's, it's a big risk because um, I think there was 28 of us offered a contract. Um, I know 28 boys that took that contract, one player made out of that 28 oh, if they actually wow. pros. 
So the, statistically, you're uh, very, very unlo- unlikely to go to the pros. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Um, okay, so you guys have both done CrossFit at CrossFit Carolina Beach for a couple of years. What is what is your favorite part about just CrossFit in general? Community. Okay. I mean, just, I mean, it's easily my number one reason for going. Most I don't want to get yelled at by him. Where were you this morning? <laughs> but, but it is that whole like, like you almost like want to shake your head when you've heard so many before you do CrossFit. You've heard so many people that do CrossFit. They're like, you know, it's it's the community, and you're like, yeah. okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. You, you're like, you get like a weekend, and you're like, yeah, it's the community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, but like it's, but it, I think what's special is when you you do find that one that's like, I think there's plenty of CrossFit places you go to and you could be there for like five months and be like, this sucks. I don't know anybody. Yeah. yeah. I don't I've know always anybody. said it's, yeah. we got super lucky where yeah. we are. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I told, I'm, yeah, I've told my story before, but it was like, I just randomly picked a gym that was yeah. close to where I lived yeah. and it happened to be Jordan and Marissa and Joel and. Yeah. Here we are. So, yeah, yeah. What about you, Scullion? Exact same. It's got to be community. Um, I think it's it's all about who you work out with, who your friends. With. I mean, mm-hmm. um, when we commented, I I had to ex- well, I was exposed to it from Jill, and she'd always tell me about it, the community. In fact, when we came down to Wilmington, I think she tried out every single CrossFit gym before she decided. Okay. I'm going to Carolina Beach. Um, and yeah, I, I still remember the day when we were, uh, oh, I think it was over at Clark and Andrea's. We were over there for like some party. And that's what he, he even said it to me. He's like, this is why, this I'm is, coming. yeah, this is why I'm coming to the gym. This is why I'm coming to CrossFit because mm-hmm. I bring my family here and yeah. it's a great environment to be in. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Glauber, you have three little ones? Two. Two little ones. Okay. Boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then, um, Daniel, just you and Jill. Just me, Jill, and our our little fur baby. That's uh, right. I saw a little, picture of your yeah, fur baby. The, um, the, the twenty eight pound chihuahua. <laughs> that counts. Very cool. Yeah, I, I haven't met, and I'm 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 scared to meet from the stories. Yeah. Normally, when guests come over to the house, we have to put him to another house because he gets a little. Uh, Territorial. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. Now, do both of you also have family that live in the area, or is it just, or is it just you guys? Yeah, I, I have my my wife's mother um, lives in Southport, um, so it's like a forty minute drive, and then mm-hmm. she has family like in Raleigh, but it's mm. not bad. I think um, Jill's parents they moved down here shortly after we moved here. Now her sister lives down in Carolina Beach, and my parents have now. Moved over from Scotland, um, oh, so they have a house as well. So, yeah, they once we got here, they came to visit, and then they never left. Um, wow, that's got to be a good feeling though. Like having family close by, you feel like like you can kind of put roots down here and um, and and really like move your family forward here, um, which is good. So th- this next question is kind of an interesting one, but I'm always uh, curious as to the answers that we get. You guys are both teachers. You teach like a really niche like thing. Do you find any crossover between your job and doing CrossFit? I'll go first uh, to help with my. I actually <laughs> sort of fall apart this question quite a bit. Um, it's uh, initially I was like, how, how do you bring over working out, lifting weights, and then you go into a class where ninety percent of your population probably has never played a sport in their entire lives. Uh-huh. They're, 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 they, they play video games. They have friends. They, it's just 
they're not into sports. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then as then as you start to look at the philosophy of uh, CrossFit, uh, there's definitely some stuff that comes across like um, CrossFit preaches uh, variety. You know, you never get into a routine, never do the same thing more than yeah. once. and Or you can do the same thing more than once, but just not back to back. Don't right. build patterns. And I think we do that every day in school um, because, you know, kids thrive on knowing what's about to happen you know if they can predict what's about to happen in your class they may take the day off or whatever but if you yeah. can if you can keep them on their toes, on their toes, toes yeah. you can really you know keep them more attentive in class more motivated to do well um and probably stats i mean every day when we go on to Waterfy, we put our scores in there you know we're we're constantly trying to get prs but the same thing as in education, you know, there's scores coming in. It's not necessarily state testing, but like kids, if you can, if you can use their scores and show them they're improving, they're got growth. Like I think that's motivational as well for them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's, yeah, that's a very yeah. good answer. That's a, that's a, that is a really good answer. I was going to say something like trying to find some cool 3d thing, 3d print thing to add to the gym. Or like, there's going to be something like, could you Almost uneducated. Uh, could you 3D print a uh, like a box to to do box jumps? We could on? do box jumps. It'd probably be uh, unbelievably unsafe. But, <laughs> it's, but I'm not gonna say you can't do it. Yeah. Are, are your students aware that y'all CrossFit? Is it something you talk about with them or you they, know, brag about? They'll occasionally see it. Like if mostly like his. So like if I have my planning period, I'll usually go to his room because there's another teacher in my room, and we'll talk about the stuff and you'll normally get the students that are also into working out. Like, cause we do have a, we'll, we'll, yeah, do we do get a couple few. athletes that'll, and they'll hear that we're all oh, doing CrossFit and the, or, and so they'll either listen in or, you know, they'll sometimes even chime in, but like, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll listen to that. And they, you know, if anything, sometimes they'll just make fun of us or whatever, but like, it's, <laughs> it's, I love I love the I don't know if you've had this but like I've had this happen like four or five times where a student I'll be like in the middle of a lesson and don't get me wrong I absolutely love it when they ask this question but I'll have like one of the dudes in the class just be like so how much you lift <laughs> you look your work out and it's I'm like on his mind for 30 minutes <laughs> well, I mean I've been thinking about it but uh, you know it's no big deal I'll just tell you how much you lift but like it's just funny how like they will notice that and um but I do think, yeah, they'll they'll hear us talking about CrossFit and then chime in sometimes. Have to get them, uh, have to get them signed up for the uh, the old varsity program. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've, I mean, that's actually funny though. We've had quite a few students that will go, to, will like if we when we don't go at six a.m. and we go those random times during the day or we're stopping in, like we'll randomly see some of our students. And it's been, I think, I've seen at least five students that I've had. And you're always kind of, some of them you're like, okay. And then some of you're like, oh, wow. I'm yeah. Surprised and happy to see you here. You That's, know? Cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, all right. So this is kind of a, a new um, thing that we wanted to start doing. Like at, at the new part of the year, we, we had a similar conversation with Kevin on the last episode that we recorded. But I really like, it's been great, like finding out about you guys and because like, I, we, me and Bradley literally go to the gym 12 hours after you every day. So like our paths very rarely cross, cross. but, um, we all kind of have a reason that keeps us going back to the gym, right? Like 
yeah, there's there's physical benefits, but like you're not going to go and put yourself through what you put yourself through at the gym on a regular basis if you don't have a deeper reason for doing so. So what is what is one of those reasons um, for both of you? And whichever one of you wants to wants to start uh, can do that. Okay. Um, what keeps me going back? Uh, it's definitely not just a workout. I mean, I could work out in my bedroom. Um, mm-hmm. I do have like an airdyne, some weights. Uh, so there, there's definitely something else that draws me in there. And I, we're, we religiously go at 6 a.m. Um, and I could go after school, but I do go at 6 a.m. And I think it's because of the 6 a.m. class. Um, there's a group there. Everyone has bonded really well. Everyone knows who's going to come. Even if, if somebody doesn't show up, if Glover doesn't show up, the first question on everyone's mind is, where's Glauber? Like, is everything okay at home? And so it's, it's, it's like, it's good because like, you know that they're there and, um, you build friendships. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the working out is awesome, but I mean, I, I think that everyone I know or hung out with or friends down here, other than ones I knew you prior to moving to Wilmington, I think I've met at the gym. Mm. Um, I, I knew several before I went to the gym cause Jill went to the gym, but uh, it's definitely that. It's the friendships, the bonding, it's the camaraderie that really, I think, keeps me going back. Cool. Um, and I think the, the working out is just a bonus in the end. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah. Very cool. Glauber. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, there's something to be said where I feel like I've heard every CrossFit person at some point say, like, well, if I really wanted to, I could do this at home. Yeah. I can spend, I mean, yeah, it's going to cost me money to get everything, but once I have everything, then it's free. But why do none of them do that? And I think a lot of that is, it is the same thing. It's that you go there for that, the community. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it is for me, I really don't want to get yelled at when I go to go to work by, yeah. by him. <laughs> but like, it is the whole like, I don't know, you, you just want to be there and you want to show that kind of pride. Um, oh. For me, it reminds me of like when I swam in college, like, yeah, I, I didn't really want to go swim in the mornings and it was the same kind of thing. It was like a six o'clock practice, but you also didn't want to disappoint your teammates. And even though we're not a team, we are a team. Right. Um, Right. So it's almost like when you're little, it's like, and I I say this to people, I don't go work out. I, I go to play, you know, it's like, (laughs) yeah, friends are there. It's like an adult way of like, it's time to go play and have fun and, and yeah. you want to see your friends. Sure. Um, and I think when you're trying to think about working out by yourself in the garage, that's not it's fun not at the all. Same. Yeah. Um, so. It's not the same. Well, very cool. Well, gentlemen, uh, I don't know about you guys, but, uh, that went by pretty fast. Uh, we are it always does. about at our, at our time limit. And, um, is, is there, is there anything else either of you, uh, just kind of wanted to add or Bradley, did you have anything? I'm good. You're good. Gentlemen, you good? <laughs> All right. Nah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, guys, thank you so much again for coming on, and uh, maybe our paths will begin to cross a little more often. Yeah, yeah, you never yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, guys. Yes, thanks, guys. Thanks very much. Thank you.